Alright, welcome back everybody to another episode of Manga for Dummies podcast. Uh, yet again, it's going to be another week of shorts. And you know, the last two weeks, we've uh, spent some time to talk about uh, some various, you know, fun subjects and fun topics on anime and manga in general. Uh, we looked at, you know, what I think are the most iconic objects, and as well as what are the most iconic co- uh I guess uniforms. So today I, I wanted to, you know, good things come in threes. So I, I wanted to finish that off really as this sort of um, detour into that kind of general space by talking about what I think are the 10 most iconic sort of um, costumes in general. So uh, I do want to make a distinction between costumes and uniforms. So a, a costume is not necessarily unique to somebody. A uniform has to have like a lot of members and a lot of people wearing that that uniform uh, for it to kind of fall into that category. A costume can be a uniform, but at the same time, sometimes, uh, you know, the end goal of this is that if I showed you the co- the costume, you'll be able to more or less pinpoint one, maybe two people if it's more on the uniform side uh, that fit that bill. Well, not necessarily uh, having too large of an image. So you got to both know the series, know the person that usually has that costume on. And with that in mind, it's actually quite difficult. Uh, I had to narrow it down. Um, and I have here 10, like always. I, I sort of put it in an order that's more or less, um, more or less like from most uh, least iconic of the most iconic to most iconic of the most iconic. So yeah, it, it'll have some personal bias here and there. And obviously there's no right or wrong answer in terms of um, just visual mediums. So, you know, let, let's just take a fun little explanation and I'll try and bullshit my way through this uh, whole episode. So let's start, let's start quite easily. Um, I, I do want to give a few honorable mentions that, that didn't really make the list that I think are very iconic, but at the same time are like too general. So these, a lot of them we already talked about in the uniform section. So that includes like the Akatsuki uh, uniform. Um, that one, I think it's it's very iconic, but at the same time, there's so many members that it could uh, encompass that it, at, at the end of the day, it, it's less iconic because of that. Um, another one would be like in the same series, the Jonin or, you know, Ninja Vest, uh, that uh, the green one that, and with, um, with tons of pockets. And I love pockets. I love me some pockets. Uh, that vest is uh, super iconic too, but at the end of the day, it didn't really quite make it. Uh, so, so yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, so I actually have a tie at number 10. Um, so that tie would be your from Spike's family. Uh, that's the black dress with like the little two, uh, I think they're called buns or whatever, like the headband thing with the two like balls on the side. Uh, that one and as well as um, the main character from Demon Slayer is a green kind of like a uh, vest, I guess, that he puts on, and it's it's they're both pretty iconic. The reason why they share a number ten spot is they also feel a little bit like flavor of the month, and I know that's unfair because both series are are at least been on for a year plus, uh, so it's a little unfair. But I do think it's it's more of a maybe like in 10 years time you'll feel like it was a blip in history in my opinion i think both series are good but i don't know either series are, are that you know it doesn't have like the substance that i think uh some of the later series we'll talk about will have so uh so bear with me 
So those two share a number 10 spot, and I guess they would this would have made a top 10, top 11 list. But you know, there's a lot other, a lot more that can have sneaked in that I didn't decide would be able to sneak in. Uh, but one that I think uh, makes sense at number nine is uh, Lelouch. Uh, his zero costume, especially not the school uniform, because I kind of gave my ideas on school uniforms on last week. But essentially, there's there's so many school uniforms because of the medium that we're looking at today that uh, if honestly. I'm a big fan of um, Code Geass, but if I gave um, two different uniforms from two different series to like two random to a random, sorry, to a random passerby, I don't think they'll necessarily be able to deduce which one is from which. And I think uh, that's a shame. Even if you go to like an anime con and you brought like ten uniforms and you just had to tell them to guess which one it's from. Uh, but the Lucia, especially with the mask that's like rounded and it's kind of had like a motorbiker-esque look. Uh, the cape, especially with the way that the Code Geass p figures and characters, uh, their figures are like elongated in a way. Um, and it's kind of funny. So uh, the way that like the Zero costume when he's like fully caped and everything makes him look like <laughs> a, a cyber Dracula. Um, that looks really good. Uh, obviously, um, the zero costume technically has been worn by more than just Lelouch, uh, but you know, but in general, it's it's most heavily tied with Lelouch. Uh, so I think there's a and because of that, I did dock it a few points and put it at number nine. Uh, but you know, uh, we'll see how it goes there. Moving on, at number eight is I believe Guts's Berserker armor. Uh, to now. You might say, oh yeah, this was also worn by somebody else in the series, right? Yes, but I would say that the Berserker armor does take form and change itself depending on uh, the wearer's personality and his like darkest desires. So the Berserker armor does look different from wearer to wearer and it's a really dope outfit. Uh, it's really cool. Um, if we were just to take, you know, Guts's base, like the one he, the outfit he wore at the very beginning of the series, it, it's maybe more nostalgic, but I don't think it's more iconic. I do think the Berserker armor is more iconic. For example, uh, Dark Souls 3, uh, the box art really reminded a lot of people of the Berserker armor or something equivalent. Uh, same thing with Elden Ring, uh, when we first got revealed the first few bits. I know the other in game uh, box art right now wouldn't really be that, but the one that's, I think Vike is his name, that one looks a little bit like um, the Berserker armor. But essentially, the Berserker armor is a super iconic, and I believe it does deserve a place. I would put it at number 8 because I do think not too many people would know it, but I feel like if you're a fan of stuff like Elden Ring, then you sort of inadvertently become a fan of Berserk and stuff like that. Next, so moving on, um, more on the casual side, well not really, uh, still going to be swords and stuff like that and armors. It would be Saber uh, from the Fate series, so that's the one with like chainmail and uh, the blue dress and armor plate. Not sure how all that got put together, but it works, it works. Um, and the Fate series has a lot of variations of Saber, and they typically have a variation of that costume. But essentially, I think it it's... Um, it's a little bit battle matey, but at the same time, it's armor enough that you can kind of conjure an image of Saber if you're shown the costume. Uh, especially combined with a sword and you know a lot of things with these battle maids that they're typically not sword wielders, uh, but they are Arthur, Arthur, Arthurian, Arthurian um, roots that the Saber 
costume is based off, you know, and, and we're, today we're going to talk about the costumes, including all their props and weapons and stuff like that. So uh, the that in general, I think it really works out. I know the Fate series is super popular, but whether you're addicted to the anime or whether you're addicted to the web, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the romance novels, uh, you know, quote unquote novels, or uh, you're addicted to the mobile games, uh, there's probably a saber for you. Uh, now, the second half, or the, yeah, I guess the second half, the second half of this list, the top five, I, I think really is a very, very tight race, and I think there is no right or wrong answer, and these are all super popular, and we're at the cream of the crop, the most iconic of the iconic stuff, um, and you'll see here, I had to do make some very strong and decisive decisions to choose where goes where, and you'll understand when I say that the number five being Ash Ketchum's hat and vest, that this is a hard decision. Now, this is the uh, classic, I guess, season one, uh, the Pokemon Adventures, the one where it, Pikachu is still kind of fat. That Pokemon uh, season of Ash had him with uh, the blue vest, green gloves, running shoes, I think they were red, and uh, most importantly, his cap. His baseball cap with uh, red on the sides and white middle and I'm not sure. It looks like kind of like an L. Maybe that's why he takes so many L's at the very early parts. Uh, but he it looks like an L and you know that costume is super iconic for a whole generation of for multiple generations of, of children and kids and those kids have now become adults. Um, it's one of the most um, iconic costumes ever. The reason why it's a number five is I do think that because Pokemon has been such a long-running series, the fact that Ash Ketchum himself has undergone a few costume changes, and some of them have deviated quite far from the original, including changing the color schemes. It's one thing if they kept the color scheme and changed like uh, the design, but it's another thing uh, like you know there's some seasons where his color schemes are like black and yellow. And uh, depend, and you know, without our nostalgia goggles on, I, we do have to admit that as the series, you know, as the series progresses on, more and more people will uh, be put in front of this Ash Ketchum that has never worn uh, the hat, the classic hat and vest to the point that it won't necessarily be the most iconic version of Ash and it might not be as iconic anymore. It still deserves to be at number five, I believe, because of its uh, generational appeal, but um, I believe that uh, it, it's it's a soft, it's a, it's a soft argument to put it at number five, just to have some leeway on, on the upper ones to uh, talk about. Kind of in that generational argument, I do think Sailor Moon, uh, the main female character's uh, magical girl costume, uh, the one that's blue, white, red ribbon. Uh, she has blonde hair, but I guess that's not part of the costume. But essentially, that I think is, you know, even among uh, these schoolgirl-esque uh, uniforms, I think it stands out. It's it's pretty much like what most people would think is like the default of a uh, magical girls, and it has a good reason for that. Uh, you know, I've been upfront on the fact that I'm not the biggest Sailor Moon fan. I, I never really consumed it, and at this point in my life, I don't really see any reason to consume it. But it is a iconic costume, and we gotta hand it to it. Uh, you know, for a whole section of the anime fandom, 
it's maybe one of their most iconic uh, costumes ever. And even though the other section might not see in the same realm, um, you know, having all of the pie of a smaller pie is still pretty important, even if it's a average size of a the larger pie. Uh, so yeah, I think it deserves to be at number four. Um, arguably, it could be higher. It could be a little bit lower, um, but of course, um, it has it has some some cachet to work with. Moving on to number three, uh, this would be the Pharaoh from Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, his full costume. Now, I want to say the full costume, excluding the hair, I guess, because I think the hair is is a little too ridiculous and it's kind of a dead giveaway, as if the rest of his parts of the costume is in a dead giveaway. Uh, obviously, the Millennium Puzzle. It's a beautiful item. Uh, it, it made it on the item list. Um, the Dual Disc is also kind, also at the same time as the Millennium Puzzle on the top most iconic items. Um, so both of those together point in the right direction of which series. And then the Blue Vest. Uh, there's only one other character that wears that Blue Vest like constantly, um, which I believe is Joey. And even he would kind of go up on that and Tristan had it in the beginning and settled on a brown coat thing uh, so I guess Yugi is kind of like the last one that kind of has that uh, but blue vest filled with buckles because you know the buckles are a favorite among Yu-Gi-Oh uh, so all the characters so um, it, it's super iconic if you throw in the hair it's it's a dead giveaway uh, but I think with the, all the others, there's enough context clues that it makes it super iconic. And yeah, who can who can not love? You know, I, I wouldn't go out of my way to wear it. But if I ever have the confidence of uh, a Yu-Gi-Oh character, I think the Pharaoh would be a good thing to try with. Um, yeah. Next up is uh, and you know again throughout the all the series that we're going to talk about today. Uh, we'll see that there's a lot of iconic costumes, but I think what I want to do, and I, we kind of have to set a framework for this sort of, you know, this sort of exercise, uh, so that we know what we're looking for. So if I say that this is more iconic, sure, there might be more recognizable characters and their specific costumes, but if we extract the character, we have to be able to still recognize the costume and as a result be able to put that character back into the costume so for example Seto Kaiba you would say is has a more um, recognizable sort of attire with his like super long coat and like tons of buckles again dual disc and uh, he has a little pendant that has a yuga card sure um, that's also very iconic but I think the Millennium Puzzle uh, kind of pushes the Yugi Pharaoh kind of costume ahead so yeah, uh, number two is going to be Luffy Straw Hand and Red Vest. Uh, I think this is a very simple, it's probably like if you're going to ever cosplay this on any of these on the list, uh, even if, you know, you could do cross-gender or side-gender or transgender, I don't really know what, what, what the best way to say it is, but if you know if you're doing like the other gender cosplay, it also works. Uh, it's uh, easy clap, you know, if you're... If you got the body and want to show it off, I think Luffy, his straw hat, and Rivest is a great go-to. Um, but yeah, essentially, uh, the One Piece has essentially, like, they dominated the straw hat market. Uh, so now if you ever see a straw hat in any series, you'll probably think of One Piece, even if it has... Even if it has... It may or may not have a role in the other series. Um, but yeah, I think it's a simple enough to tire, and One Piece is big enough that the main character, which essentially his design hasn't really changed, 
um i i guess he has worn other colored vests and his but you know straw hat still remains but i think his most iconic look of the straw hat and the red vest is, is probably still a good go-to um he, every so often it comes back to it even if for like a, an episode or a, a series or a chapter or arc or two he doesn't really wear it as commonly um he still kind of defaults back at the end of it when they're at like the party you know at, at the feast at the end of each arc he's usually in that kind of attire so yeah moving on is gonna be goku's orangi now this is this was a hard pick this was a hard pick and i would say if you go back and look at what the top five was essentially ash ketchum sailor moon uh the pharaoh luffy and now goku uh essentially it was a toss-up really on depending on the day any of the others could have been a top and uh the order could have been jumbled around but i do think uh dragon ball is uh one of the more important series in in any sort of anime fans repertoire and the orange key is one honestly most iconic part of uh costume wise of the series uh we already talked about you know it was able to solidify a spot in the item list with the dragon balls it was able to solidify with the freezer armor and the orange key and so the orange key makes a reappearance now you would note that technically more than one person has an orange key so how would we know if this is goku or the other one huh krillin huh huh now uh i would say that the two do have different body sizes so that usually helps but yeah essentially the orange gi uh the classical one is is probably the most iconic costume i would say uh a lot of characters have deviated quite far away from uh, the orange gi uh well from like the costumes that we talked about today and goku has also done something similar the orange gi has at times been replaced by something that's more blue uh other times it's still orange-esque but without the turtle symbol but I think, uh, you know, uh, with at the end of the day, if we put somebody in an orange gi, even though he might not get the hair right uh, uh, or whatever, but, you know, at least we'll know that it's uh, they're trying to do something that's Dragon Ball related and probably Goku related, unless you're that diligent and willing to shave your head for to do a, a good Krillin cosplay, which I respect that on its own face value. So, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, like I said, there's a there's a lot of leeway here, and since this is very subjective, there's probably not really a <coughs> there's not really a global answer that makes sense here. So, leave uh, your thoughts. Do you have what you think is a more iconic costumes? And you know, in the last episode, especially, we talked about uniforms, and I do think there is some value to discuss there. That some uniforms are probably more iconic than some of the costumes we talked about today but i think this is a solid list um number 10 especially is super flexible number 10 is kind of like the flex spot where it's like the flavor of the month um for example you might say the uh the costumes the, the uniforms from attack on titan should have been there oh you know where's my where's my boy levi um but you know if if you take off levi and you had the costume like how do you know if this is Levi's uniform, if it's Mikasa's uniform, or whatever other combination of Attack on Titan characters I don't really give a shit about. So yeah, uh, if you're a hardcore fan, of course, you're going to come back and say, no, I definitely don't know, you know, the Mikasa's, uh, is it Mikasa? Am I saying it wrong? Is it Mis Misaka? Whatever, you guys, you guys know what I mean. Her costume has this colored scarf, while Levi's is this colored scarf. I'm like, nah, man, I don't really care. 
So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, quick trilogy. We will be back with more uh, common and more standard episodes for you. I do have a few exciting things in the horizon. And um, we've been trying things around and things have... Uh, it's been going interestingly. I'm really enjoying myself in the creation process. It has its ups and downs, and but it does give some sort of stability in my life because I do enjoy sitting down every so often, um, blocking all the other thoughts and just work on... Uh, recording, editing, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, thank you very much for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed this other week of uh, Manga for Dubs. And hope you come back next time where we have other things for you. And uh, yeah, have a nice one, dummies.